welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And on this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about the 1993 movie, True Romance. Dave is not a fan. Um, I saw it once in the theater. I remember why I only saw it once, <laughs> having to watch it again for this episode of the podcast. Well, I have seen this movie many times. Um, I will say this. For having such a murderer's row of actors in the movie, I I can't believe how bad this movie actually is. For those of you who have not seen the movie, this is who it is. Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, Dennis Hopper, Val Kilmer, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt, Christopher Walken, Bronson Pinchot, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Rappaport, um, Saul Rubinick. James Gandolfini. Yep. Hold on, I'm missing some people here. Chris Penn, Tom Sizemore, yep. um, Patrick John Hurley. Uh, hold on. Uh, what's his name? Eric Allen Kramer is in is is yep. in it. I mean, it's just it's one of those movies where you just go down, and of course, there's a bunch of other. Oh, hey, it's that person. It's got some very memorable. Performances, yes. Uh, most notably, Christopher Walken and yeah. Dennis Hopper, who have one scene. Christopher Walken's in one scene in this movie, yeah, and it's probably the most notable one of of the movie. Uh, it's one we were not going to discuss very much because, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. If you've seen it, you know why. Because Quentin Tarantino, yeah, and Quentin Tarantino wrote this. This was a script. Okay, so Quentin Tarantino basically sold this script in order to get Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Funded. So this is a script by Quentin Tarantino. It is not directed by Quentin Tarantino. It is directed by Tony Scott. Yeah. It is a very Tony Scott movie. It is. It's funny because like, you know, like Brad Pitt is in this, is in here. This is Brad Pitt before he was, this is after Thelma and Louise, but before he became Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know, and so he literally is in what two scenes I think or something like that. No, it's like two or three. three. He's, he's one of his room. He's one of Christian Slater's roommates who's always no, still. not Christian Slater. Oh, it's a uh, Dick. No, it's yeah, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport's roommates who is just stoned all the time. Like every time you see him, he's like you know hit oh, the bong, he's, man. He's major stoner. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, it's kind of one of those that after like yeah. Brad Pitt became a thing, it's like oh yeah, he was in this other movie. It was not a box office success. That's an understatement. Yeah, and. It's it's interesting. It, I guess it's probably most notable for its cast than it is anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, this is such a great cast. Why does the movie suck so bad? Uh, I disagree. I think the movie's... It's it's a very early... It's very much an early Tarantino script, okay? Yeah. No, he didn't direct it. Uh, but it's, you know... Hell, the Alabama... You know, the yeah. Patricia Arquette's character is mentioned in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. You know, so it's, that was kind of one of those things that you would, you would find in those early, for they would talk about different people. Yeah, they, they would, would talk about the another, different characters from the yeah, different movies that, in know, the Quentin verse. Yeah, and that still goes on a little bit in his, in his stuff, but it, not as much as it did back then. There was always an Elvis reference, which Val Kilmer plays Elvis in this, which you never see him. You only see him like out of focus in the background and from behind. And yeah, a lot of times. And it's just him, you know, it's Christian Slater's character is obsessed with Elvis. And honestly, I think what you have are, are two sociopaths. Oh, absolutely. That absolutely run into each other and start dating. Absolutely. 
And, and Christian Slater's Slater, his character should be on heavy medication <laughs> and probably in a hospital somewhere. I, he he's very obsessive. We'll put it that way. Yeah. That is a um I mean there's a very very obvious Marilyn Monroe reference at yes. the beginning of this with yes. what's her name who also played Darla's mother in The Crow. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of her, her name, name right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Sonny Chiba references in this. Yeah, again, it's very it's it's a very Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino movie. but through the lens of quite literally through the lens of Tony Scott. And who I don't think quite got it. I don't know, and that's the thing is that it's a little too. It's not over the top enough, which is saying something for Tony Scott a little bit. Tony Scott has got a very distinctive style, yeah, and that does not work with a Quentin Tarantino Mm -mm. script. It's got to be. It's a little too sunny. It's what, it's what it almost got to be just, more schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. It's just the 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 way that this is shot. Even I mean, because I I know that you know a, a good chunk of it takes place in in L.A. You know, in California, um, in Detroit. Yeah, it, it starts in Detroit, but then it winds up in L.A. And yeah. it's one of those where it's like it's very L.A. Like, and it's a little too L.A. for a Quentin. Yeah, you know. Let's let's kind of go through. So it starts off with. Um, go ahead, because I I really don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. I I thought I was going to have more to say about it. <laughs> like I said, I think we're going to be lucky to get twenty minutes out of this episode. I think we'll be all right because we can tie it back in. So like, good so luck. Clarence is sitting in a bar talking to. He's a random guy. And no, it's to the Marilyn Monroe character. Is that who he's talking to? Yeah, that's who he's talking to. Okay. That's right. I can't think of her name right. The actress's yeah. name right now. But when, she plays Darla's mother in The Crow. Yeah, when he's approached by Alabama. Yeah. And they hit it off. And No, 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 no. He invites the Marilyn Monroe character in the bar to go see these three movies. And she turns him down flat. And he goes to the movie by himself. And that's where Alabama. That's where he meets out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Did you watch this? I yeah, but I was I was doing other stuff while Mm -hmm. I was watching it. So yeah, I guess I'm the only one that did again. I've I have seen this movie multiple times. I own it, and it it just kind of one of those things where it's like you know sometimes when you've seen a movie so many times you kind of like you'll sit there and you'll watch it, but you're really not paying attention to it so much. And yeah, and. With everything so, else, I was, kind of, I was t- thinking about some other stuff, and it was just like... She goes uh, in, she dumps her popcorn, she yeah. jumps the seat, she snuggles in next to him, asks him about the movie. Um, they end up going to get pie mm-hmm. afterwards. Of course, then there's typical Quentin Tarantino banter between Absolutely. the two. Yeah. And then he invites her back to work at the comic store, and there's typical Quentin Tarantino banter between right. the two. And then they go back to his apartment, mm-hmm. and there's banter, and then sex, and then more banter. And she goes, "Oh, by the way, I'm a call girl. Right. And your boss bought me for you right. for your birthday." Right. But she fell in love with him. Yeah, that's what she says, you know. And uh, so he decides to. He's gonna. They're gonna run off together. Oh, and go to the courthouse, get married. Yeah, go to the courthouse, get married, and then he's got to because. But her pimp's not going to let her go, so he goes. Gary Oldman, man. 
<laughs> I love this guy. Uh, Gary Ullman is like one of the man, greatest actors ever. I, 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 if nothing else you have to say about Gary Ullman, he will throw himself into a role. <laughs> yeah, he will. Just. <laughs> And his his this character in here, that this pimp that he plays Drexel. <laughs> Drexel is just not at all what you would expect from a Gary Oldman <laughs> performance. <laughs> no. The if you could cut that the scenes with Drexel out of yeah. it and the scenes with Walken out yeah. of it and just watch those, this would be okay. Yeah, it... Yeah, they're they're the highlights. Quite honestly, yeah, they they really are. When man, I don't even know how to just how to talk about this because <laughs> there's so much you just can't talk about. Also, the fact if you haven't seen the movie, just you have to see it because it's kind of one of those like this actually exists. Like this this exists, <laughs> and it hasn't been canceled. Why is this movie There's not being that canceled? too? But also just the fact of this actually exists. Okay, uh, um, only in the mind of, of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So yeah, so he goes. He wants the up fact killing, that somebody else was willing to pick it up and run with it. Yeah, um, you know, and so he winds up killing Drexel, and then taking what he thinks is money. He, well, he's he goes over there to get Alabama all of her stuff. Things. Right, I need her stuff, and. Elvis basically talks him into killing the guy. Right. I, I love that Elvis is like his conscience in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, it's like he's giving him advice on everything. And he's yelling at the girls, you know, get Al- get a bag and get Alabama stuff together. Right, right. And in the meantime, he ends up killing Drexel and his right-hand man. Right. And he grabs his suitcase and he runs out. And when Alabama opens the suitcase back up at the apartment, oh, it's not her stuff. A lot of cocaine. It's <laughs> probably 16 kilos yes, of coke. it's a whole lot of cocaine. And um, as they mentioned in the movie, uncut cocaine. Yes, yes, it is. That uh, belongs to the mob boss of Detroit. Yes, and we just it was Christopher Walken. <laughs> And uh, so they decide to go on the run. Uh, he's going to go to L.A. because he's got a buddy who's an actor out there. Or he's not an actor. He's a... Um, no, but Dick, that's right. yeah, Dick that's is right. an, Dick's an actor. actor. That's right. He's an inspiring that's right. actor because he hasn't... He's trying to get a part on T.J. Hooker. Right. T.J. Right. Hooker. I love that T.J. Hooker reference here. Yeah, because, you know... Um, he's going to be on the hood of the car. William Shatner is going to be on the hood of the car, and I've got to try to get him off the hook of the car. It's going to be great. <laughs> Michael Rappaport, man. <laughs> he's one of those guys that, like, it's hit or miss with him. Like, sometimes he'll show up in something, like, okay, this is good. Then other times he'll show up, and it's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like, Beautiful Girls. I thought he was wonderful in Beautiful Girls. talking about this movie again? Uh, yes, because that's we, we, I know we already talked about it, but... He was great in that movie, just as that, you know, your your loser buddy. That <laughs> that one that one monologue. Yes, yes. Yeah. That one monologue. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But you know, also he's just kind of a dirtbag on top of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just it is what it is. Anyway, but yeah, so he goes his buddy in L.A. and of course he tells his dad that he's leaving, which who is that's um, who's an ex cop. Yeah, working as a security guard yep. at a racetrack. And that's um. um Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Hopper's only in like what two scenes in this. Yeah. And um And he gets brutally murdered. Yeah. And so after using some very inflammatory language yeah, yeah. towards a certain well, sect of people. 
there is a reason for all that, though. Dur- dur- for actually a couple of sects of people. Yeah. yeah, but there's a reason that he does all that is because he's trying to, he's trying to make them kill him, yeah. so that he can't, he won't give up. Yeah, where Clarence and Alabama have, have run off to. But unfortunately, even though he knows he has the address magnetized on the on the refrigerator, yeah. yeah, and that's where they get that from. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. But yeah, so they run off to L.A. And so in a purple Cadillac and a purple cat, of course it was. And in the meantime, Bronson Pinchow's character, uh, he's the one that's going to actually make the drug deal. Right. Yeah. Between okay. him and his producer, him and his producer, between which the producer is thinly veiled Oliver Stone. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so thin you can read a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, because talking about making a Vietnam movie, it's called Coming Home in a Body Bag, you know, yeah. and, and it's like... And he's in, the, you know, that one's already out. Yeah. Everybody loves it, and he's going to talk about making the second one. Right. What, what, by the way, what's the title for the second one? I think they're looking at Body Bag 2. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's very original. <laughs> very thinly veiled Oliver Stone. Yeah. Very thinly veiled Oliver Stone. And uh, so he's supposed to make this deal, but then he gets... He gets pulled over and in called, his in his boss's Porsche. Yep, getting yeah being serviced by his mistress, his mistress girlfriend, and person, and she and he like tries to get her to hide the coke that he's got on him, and she throws it back in his the, face. The samples, the right samples Ziploc baggie, and she smacks it, and it blows up in his face. Yep. So the cop walks up to this convertible and he's Porsche just covered in coke, and it looks like it has <laughs> Peruvian snowed yes. all over the car. So now he's being, he's got to be an informant for the cops. Yeah, he's got to wear a while. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, Bronson Pinchow plays this role really well. Yes, he I really, does. this is, you know, uh, he, he definitely, that Weasley, I'm just trying to get out of here. He, just tell me what I got to do so I can, so I don't have to. It's, I'm not it's hard trouble, not to you know? see him as Balky. Yeah, but he, he does good. In this, yeah, he uh, really does. Yeah. And, and then we... We wind up with oh. some of the most Quentin Tarantino stuff to ever happen. <laughs> well, you've got James Gandolfini, yep. who's the right-hand man right. for Christopher Walken's guy. Runs down Alabama at the hotel and room. Beats the crap out of her. Beats the crap out of her. Um, and then finds the Coke in a suitcase under the bed. He goes, you didn't leave it under the bed. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think to look under the bed. I didn't even look under the bed. I forget who. She kills him with a shotgun. Yep. Yeah, she's, but after I think sociopath is a good yeah, yeah. They're both sociopaths, absolutely. You know, but not before James Gandolfini's character. I mean, absolutely beats the tar out. Oh, absolutely. Her. It's it's really hard to watch, to be honest. It's yeah. Uh, it again, not what I was expecting from a Tony Scott movie. You know, um, yeah. It just again, and it's in vibrant colors is on top of it all. That's the thing. That's the thing I keep saying about this movie. This movie is, it's got so much sunshine to it, you know? Yeah. And I say that not just, I mean, cause there's, again, it's in LA, so there's a lot of sun, sunlight, but I'm talking about the way that this movie is shot. It is very bright, a lot of bright colors, lots of, you know, just, it's very vibrant visually for having such a dark premise to well, it all, you know? Then it again, just, so was Pulp Fiction. N- Kinda, but not. You know, I mean, like, 
there there are a lot of a, a lot of scenes in pulp fiction that are night scenes or that take place indoors where it's it's kind of low light and in that kind of stuff you know this there's a lot of light yeah. i mean a lot of light so yeah it just it's it's, it's really jarring sometimes to see you know uh so anyway so the they set up this whole drug deal and and everything and then of course it just goes sideways you wind up with well you get the cops show up the cops show up you get the enforcers show up you get the the mobster the mobsters enforcers show up show up from the other end of the um hotel room because mm-hmm. the hotel suite's got two main door or right. three main doors in it because you've got the two hallway doors and then you've got the sliding glass door that goes out to the pool area mm-hmm. so you've got the cops coming in one end and the pool area right and you've got the mob enforcers coming in the other end and then you from have the hallway, security there that's and already- then you've got oliver fake oliver stone security <laughs> right <laughs> There, who's not willing to give up their Uzis right. to the cops, right? And then, and then, of course, you have Clarence in Alabama, yeah. and it's like, and the producer, and in the, the produ- middle, of yeah. It. And it's just a, it's this huge Mexican standoff. I mean, it's just this, yeah. you know. And then it just devolves. <laughs> Somebody pulls a trigger, and it and goes it from just there. Goes, and everybody dies, pretty well, much. <laughs> Clarence gets shot in the eye. Yeah, I've always had a problem with this. Yeah, uh, he gets shot in the eye and lives. Yeah. Um. Which I it can happen, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure, but it's still kind of one of the unless it was like a generally when you see somebody get shot in the eye, that's yeah, yeah that's not good. But basically, the only ones that survive are Clarence and Alabama, Alabama, and I was honestly expecting um, Steve Miller Band to show up with take the money and run at that point. <laughs> yeah, because they grab the money and run. Yeah, and then what's his buddy makes it out too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, and that's about it. it. Yeah. Like the, the three of them are about the only people that make it out alive, and I mean everybody dies. I mean it's just yeah. it's just a hail of gunfire. I mean just on. And, and then on they and take on. off to Mexico with the money and have, have a, a kid, kid and, and happily ever after. Yeah, which I'm sure the kid grew up to be some kind of mass. Oh yeah, absolutely. mass murderer absolutely. or psycho absolutely. serial killer or something like that. Yeah, and and again, it's like end of story. Are we at twenty five minutes? We're yet? on. We're almost at twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Not a whole <laughs> lot to say about this movie. It's not that great of a movie. It's it's not as good as I remembered it being. Okay, I'll admit that. <laughs> but it was an anniversary movie. It wasn't was. It? It, it's celebrating its thirtieth this month or this year. I can't remember if it was September or October that it, it came out. Yeah. Um. It might have been August. I don't know. I just remember seeing it on the thing. I was like, oh yeah, let's talk about that. And then, as what happens a lot of times with these with these episodes, where I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that. And then when we get in and start talking about it. And it's like, I don't really have. A Say about it. No, it's, it's not. That, it's not that great of a movie. <laughs> I, I did enjoy the movie more than you did. I, I okay? remember. It's. Uh, I remember seeing it once, and you mentioned it. I was like, "Yeah, okay, we yeah. can do that." That you know, well, that should be a pretty good episode. Now, watch it again. I was like, "Oh, right." Well, I remember why I don't like this movie. It's one of like you know, okay. So, Reservoir Dogs came out in ninety two. Okay. Yeah. And then, which is a good movie. Yeah, it is. And then that. Because if, if it, only just for the Stephen Wright part, yeah, you never even see Stephen Wright. You have such a it was such a 
it made such a splash. Yeah. You know, for, especially for being an indie film, you know, and everybody's like, oh, wow. And like I said, Tarantino had sold this script. Yeah. To get the financing. To get the financing for it. So do, now all of a sudden, the studio's like, hey, we've got this Tarantino script, and yeah. people are you know, really like Reservoir Dogs, so let's make it. And it's not the same. No. You know, that it's it's completely not the same. You know, it's kind of like, uh, funny, because Oliver Stone, the uh, Natural Born Killers. Yes. Tarantino did not write the script for it, but he did come up with the story. Like, that was, it, he his fingers are, are on that. Yeah. And... Which I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah, I did too. I really, I, I still, I've watched it a few years ago. I remember I was like, man, this movie, it's very of its time, but it holds up. That was um, a, that was a first date movie for me. <laughs> was it a last date movie? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. We did not have any similar interests. Yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, but, uh, but again, it was one of those. In fact, that was a safaris and. Oh, wow. Okay. First, first movie date. Nice. Yeah. Uh, she was cute, but it just no. Yeah, well, if, if if your date doesn't enjoy natural born killers, I mean, it's oh, just not I, gonna it's not gonna work out. But this was also at a time when like movie studios were really starting to to embrace like really violent movies. Like yeah, um, in the early night, yeah, I remember that in the early nineties. Like you think about movies like um, Total Recall. Yeah, think about how violent that movie was. Of course, this was. Of course, I think it really kind of got kicked off with, which again was another Paul Verhoeven movie. Was when RoboCop came out in '88. Yeah, you know where it was a, wow, this is a hyper hyper violent, and then you know you started seeing you know, like Reservoir Dogs. You get this movie. You get, um, of course, you get Pulp Fiction. You know a little yep. later. Um, well, Natural Born Natural Killers. Born Killers. You know, uh, just you can go Wasn't down Strange the, Days. That was later. Was that, that later? Yeah. But it was still one of those things where you start going down the line of like all these movies that are just like, yeah. wow, wow, you know? And, uh, um, and of course, I'm trying to think of other ones off the top of my head. That yeah, and, then, and then you get all the, the people who are the imitators of Quentin Tarantino, you know, and you get movies like yeah. Love in a 45 or, um, geez, what's some of the other ones? He produced, like he, killed, he produced a movie called Killing Zoe that Eric Stoltz, you know, and uh, it, it wasn't one of his scripts, but he produced it, you know, and it was another one of those. It was a it was a heist movie that, you know, goes sideways. Yeah. And um, you just started seeing a whole lot of that stuff. Just bang, 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 all of a sudden. Um, yeah. One of my favorite from the mid-90s that's uh, another one of those that – if you've seen it, you know what you know what it is, and if you haven't, you probably shouldn't watch it. <laughs> is um, the Doom Generation? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting movie, and then it had a kind of a sequel called Nowhere, which is even harder to watch. But that and also kind of anybody came, of note in either one of yeah, those? Rose McGowan was in. Oh, um, well, there you go, Doom Generation. Um, and then when you got to nowhere, she's in it again, but then it had a bunch of cameos like, like Shannon Doherty's got a cameo in it. And, um, God, I'm trying to think who, uh, uh, Christina Applegate's got a case. There's a whole bunch of cameos. I mean, like where it's just like these little, like, Oh, look, here's this uh, Perry Farrell. It's got cameos in both of them, you know? Okay. And it's, uh, the guy, uh, that was in both of them also, uh, James Duvall. 
Yeah. Uh, he was he was in those, and also the guy that was in uh, Jonathan. Um, he was a lead singer in The Wonders in um, uh, That Thing You Do. Oh. Who married Christina Applegate. Um, yeah. Um, but he was in it. Um, and it's just this weird, like, Gen X road movie of violence and drugs and sex and weird situations. And you just, you know. Um, but it all kind of started, it was, again, it was that whole Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And then True Romance. And then ultimately when when um, Pulp Fiction came out, then everybody's like, oh, this is the, the, the movie style we have to do now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh... It's like Quentin Tarantino's no. getting all the money. We got to make yeah, a movie I know, now, Kim. I know. And there were. There were so many of those yeah. knockoffs that came Imitators. out. Imitators. Yeah. That, and... Well, I mean, none of them were that good. I mean, I that's mean, the way it is with the film and music industry. Mm-hmm. They see something that's new that comes out that catches the attention of the nation, and then they've got to copy it and beat it well, into the ground. It's kind of like like the poor dead horse. It's not the same thing. Well, a couple of examples: Harry Potter came out and was really big. Mm-hmm. So then, all of a sudden, all of these. All right, well, we got to start looking at you know all these other. Well, stuff like that. What it is, you had Harry Potter come out, and then the and movie then, producers started looking at all the young adult books. Twilight was uh, huge. And the Rick this, Riordan series, yeah, you know, with Percy Jackson and all and that. Which the Percy, saying, Jackson Percy Jackson books Jackson was one of them. Um, my wife's cousin turned us on to those, and we read them for I've, fun of them. You know, the Percy Jackson books aren't that bad. People that I know who have read those books said that they are much better than anything that was ever put on screen. Yeah, you know, no. same thing. Happened. The movies did not do them. Justice. You know, the same thing happened with like with Lord of the Rings being so big, and then yeah. they, they when they started doing the, the Chronicles of Narnia, and then they tried to do the Golden Compass, you know, and all that stuff, and it was like, yeah, you know, you had you had all these imitators, you know, that kind of came on because like the Twilight, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you got the Hunger Games, and you got the uh, what was the other one? The um, Maze Runner. There was Maze one. Runner, and then there was another. It was like um, uh, I don't even remember what it was now. But they, but they, they all failed. Yeah, you know, they didn't do as well as you know. Um, Hunger Games aside, Hunger Games is pretty big, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you you see this every decade or so. There's something that'll be big, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we can, you know, we gotta, we gotta monetize all of this yeah, quick, you know? hurry." And uh, yeah, I know this this episode did not turn out the way that I was expecting. I told to. you this was gonna happen. <laughs> I told you before we started this was gonna happen. You didn't believe me. I thought for sure that we could stretch this into an hour. Uh, no. So let's talk about what other TV shows you've been watching. Uh, I haven't really. I I really haven't. I mean, I oh, I take that back. I've been watching um on Vice. They have um you know, they had like, you know, Dark Side of the Ring and then they yeah. had, you know, like Dark Side of Football and Dark Side of the Nineties. They're doing Dark Side of the 2000s now. Okay. And that's been interesting so far. They did one episode about uh uh as we as we're recording this because it's still an ongoing thing. And matter of fact, Dark Side of Comedy is getting ready to come back. And those were pretty good last year when they did okay. those. But they did. Um, they did one about John and Kate plus eight, and that whole mess. Okay, I don't know if you followed any of that. Where like one of the kids and like actually, yeah, one of the kids is like completely doesn't talk to her anymore at all. There was a whole situation there, yeah. right? and uh, they had did a two part episode. Probably the best one of all of them they've done. They did a two part episode about. Um, 
one of them was about Howard Stern and one of them was about Opie and Anthony. Okay. About the, you know, shock jocks, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And that was pretty interesting. What? They didn't talk about the zoo crew? Yeah. No. <laughs> but, it, but it's funny because like, um, Jackie Martland, you know, the joke, man. Yeah. you know, uh, they interviewed him. They interviewed stuttering John. They interviewed, um, they interviewed uh, Beetlejuice? No. I don't think he's around anymore, is he? I don't know. They interviewed, um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was an intern for them for like six years. I mean, he was on there like for a long time. The curly head guy? Yeah, I think. Um, and I can't remember his name. And it's He was like funny. the guy that was, he would bring the guest into the... Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, of course they got into a lot of the stuff that Stern did on the radio, you know, that, yeah. that would never fly today. Uh, but it's funny because, like, all of those guys, like, Jackie Martland didn't really have anything bad to say about Howard Stern, but he didn't really have anything good to say about him either. You yeah. Know, it was kind of a, you know, but Stuttering John and the intern both were just like, no, this is, what I didn't know, do you know what Stuttering John did after he left the Howard Stern show? No. He was the, I, I think he might still be, I don't know, but he's the announcer on uh, Jimmy Kimmel show. Really? Yeah. Huh. You sure that's right? It was Jay Leno. I take it back. It was Jay Leno. It was Jay Leno's show that he, he was the announcer for Jay he Leno. Was, he was an announcer for Jay Leno. That's what it was. And he talked about how, like, you know, he was on Stern's show forever. And he was making, like, 30 grand a year. That was it. Wow. Yeah. And he said that when he left and he went to Leno, he was making six figures all of a sudden, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And that was, and also the whole thing with the intern guy, like he legitimately didn't get paid for like three years or something like that. He was just, they were using him as an intern. And then when they finally did bring him on, he was making like 30, 40 grand or something like that. Yeah. Actually, I think it was less than that. And it was kind of one of those things they were all talking about like, yeah, you know, and then of course, like when, when stuttering John left, like they showed the, the last, you know, when he was on there and basically it was Howard Stern saying, yeah, you wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for me. Just, I mean, just like basically just writing him off of like, well, I mean, fine. everybody knows that Stern's know, a piece of crap. Well, what's funny is that Martin, I, even before this, I had heard him. He was on another, he was interviewed on another podcast I listened to cause he's got a, there's a um, documentary out about him. And again, he didn't, you know, and all these guys have been gone for a while. You know, I mean, like, even before the the serious deal, yeah. you know, happened, and um, Martling talked about how like, you know, he was doing all right, like financially. He said he was he was making more money than everybody else, but you know, but it was just one of those things where he's like, it was ridiculous how little money everybody was making on that show, especially considering what Howard was making, yeah, you know, and. Um, what Robin was making. And yeah, both of them. The, the two of them were making a ton of money. Everybody yeah. else was like, you know, all of them. Like, even what's his producer, uh, Baba Booey, you know, yeah. was like not making anything I mean, remotely what he should have been making. I and mean, let's, let's call it Howard wouldn't be what he is without Robin. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, or without any of them. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but he talked about you know it was one of those things that I, as everybody left it was they went on to, to do other stuff and then Howard Stern you know I don't know do you remember when Howard Stern went on, went on his apology tour about a decade ago not really yeah when he got on was it the America's Got Talent or what oh, it was right. yeah. he basically went on an apology tour and he's been on it ever since yeah 
and Matt, uh, you know, joke man basically said, has said multiple times, he's like, look, Howard Stern always wanted to be where he's at right now, but he always felt like he was on the outside looking in, was never taken seriously. People, they, they wouldn't let him into these, these circles that he wanted to be in. And now he's there and he'll do anything to stay there. Yeah. And it's like that. Yeah. I mean, I know in the last few years, some of the stuff that he's done, like when he's come out and he's, he's like made comments and stuff. I'm like, who is this person? This is not the same Howard Stern that, you know, well, it's, it started when he went to XM Sirius. Yeah. And I called this back in college. Do you remember this class? I remember, yeah, because that was right around the time it was happening. It was in 04. Because we're there, I know. XM Sirius was, you know, big. And Howard was still on broadcast radio. Mm-hmm. And and he got the huge deal. It was like, what, $100 million or something like well, that. It was, it was even like, before that happened. Right. We had to do some kind of, we had to do presentations for Mr. E's class. And I did one on shock jocks. Right. And there was always a Q&A afterwards and Mr. E flat out goes, you know, what happens to, you know, if Howard takes the deal with XM Sirius, you know, what do you think happens? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I think his popularity drops yeah. clean off the map because he's no longer held within the constraints mm-hmm. of fighting with the FCC. And that's what his whole show was built off of, was right. fighting with the FCC and seeing how far he could push that boundary right. before getting smacked with fines and everything from the FCC. I said once he goes to Sirius where he can do whatever he wants to, nobody cares anymore. Exactly. And that was kind of the... That's what happened. That was also the fact of... We never had Howard Stern around here. No. And that doesn't bother me because I never really found him that funny. Uh, you know, I did I did watch his each show, you know, from time well, to time. You I could mean, catch was, him on the radio if you went north of here yeah. sometimes, like if you were traveling. Whenever I was traveling and I would run across him, I was always like, I just don't find him that funny. No. Like, he'll do something that's funny. And then it might be an hour before there's anything else that's interesting. Yeah. You know? And so I I was just, I was never been a big Howard Stern fan, you know. So when he went over to Sirius, it was kind of one of those things. I'm like, how many people are actually going to pay to listen to Howard Stern? You know, and that's what Sirius was betting on. Was well, it was XM at that point. Was it? I thought it was serious. He, he went, went to too. XM, if I remember. Was it right. okay? I thought I thought he had gone to, and then they merged later. Yeah, serious. Um, serious bought XM, and um, so it was kind of one of those like, who's going to pay for this? You know, just just for Howard Stern. You know, yeah. And I guess he probably had his legion of people. You know that that would. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that ever actually worked out as well for them as they thought it was going to. No, you know, that was the and that was kind of the deal. It's like you're going to take something that's off the radio for free mm-hmm. and put it on something, or where, you got to pay for it like a cable subscription. Right, and, and people are probably not. You know, I have, I have. You know, I don't have any of that now. At one point, I was working in a place where we had Sirius XM. Yeah. And it was kind of neat, you know, because you like just turn on this channel, I can just hear all the stuff from yeah. the 90s or all the stuff from the 80s or one particular genre it, of music or whatever, you know. And it was it, just, it's one of those things where I know if I'm going to be traveling, mm-hmm. I'll sign up for it for like a month because it's good. To, you can listen because to it all the way across, listen to it, you know, where it's consistent. Going. Right. And and then once I'm done with my trip, I cancel it. Yeah, or I'll use it for. Um, they always do the holiday, you know, previews. Mm-hmm. To where on like major holidays they turn on Sirius XM for any radio that's got it's got the receiver. It's got it. Yeah. Well, my truck has it. Yeah. So when you know it's like Fourth of July, I'll turn it on XM and I'll listen to it. You know during yeah. that, and 
usually it's on like lithium or Aussie's yeah, bone right, carb right, or something right. like that. Yeah, I don't know. And that's when I was working for Saturn, they were doing a big deal trying to get people yeah. to sign up for it. So we used to have it like up in the what we called the bubble, like where we would sit, you know, and everything. Yeah. And we were always listening to this or that or whatever, you know. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um it'd be nice to have like during college football because I can actually listen to like the Kentucky games from Yeah, that's there is that. You know, too, their yeah. announcers right. where I don't have to listen to the other garbage announcers right. that are usually calling the game. Um anyway, that that was probably the most interesting. That one of course somebody got an opening in Anthony. I didn't realize all the stuff. I still don't know what the story behind God, that is. Man, they uh what's his name? Um was it Opie? Like he had, I don't know, had all kinds of problems, man. It just I know when he got fired or left or right, whatever. He, he, star- he started his own podcast right, or something and doing a radio show. Every once in a while we'll just do something that just kind of sets everybody on you know, and and it's like all right, well I guess that's the hill you're gonna die on, you know. Yeah. Um but you know, just the whole shock jock thing, you know, like they even had like Man Cow on it, you know, and <laughs> different yeah, they had they had several other people yeah. in there, you know. And just talking about shock jocks in general, you know, and it's like, yeah, I, it is what it is. You know, I, I, again, I never listened to any of them. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Well, the other episodes, honestly, had, radio's kind of dead. I mean, there's a lot of that. The, you know? the free streaming services have kind of killed radio. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in my opinion, what killed radio was the fact that the advertisement, the advertising department basically took over what was getting played. Yeah. You know, because it was all in, you know, what's our ratings? What What's the music that will get our ratings up to where we can sell more or advertising? How do we sell more advertising? Mm-hmm. It wasn't about, you know, the radio, you know, actual music. Oh, I know, I know. Anymore. It wasn't about the personalities. or. And then, you know, all the radio stations are owned by, what, three companies yeah, now? something like that. It's, it's, it's um, Sirius Radio, uh, iHeartRadio, which is also... Um, it's clear. Cute. Cumulus. It, oh, sorry. That's it. It's Cumulus. Cumulus it's iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, which is actually the Clear, Clear Channel, Channel. Right. And then there's like a couple regionals right. that own everything yeah. else. Yeah. And um, and it all sounds the same. Like if you if you have a 10 something something point something The Rock right. in your town, I guarantee you it's being the DJs on those stations are like four or five people. Right. And one of them live here in Nashville yep. with um, Joe Elvis. Joe Elvis. Yep. Because we were running through Knoxville one day, and there's Joe Elvis on their mm-hmm. version of The Rock. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, and he's been doing that for 20, yeah. 20 years or so, you know. And uh, hey, hey, good for him that he got the gig, you know. I mean, that's... If but, you're not familiar with Joe Elvis, go look up a little band called Government, Government Cheese. Cheese. He was right. the drummer for them he for a very still, long time. I think they're still playing shows. I think they've got a new album coming. Think or so. just put out a new album or something like that. Something like that. I haven't really paid attention to him in recent years as much. Um uh, anyways, this this dark side, yeah, whole universe that they've got on Vice, the dark side of the ring stuff, which obviously is about yeah. wrestling, has been really good. Like wrestling's always been a shading industry, you know, and so it's kind of one of those where they, yeah. you know, they really them they expanded it out first to dark side of football, and yeah. you get a few things here and there, but a lot of it is like. There's really nothing dark about this. A lot of like, like you know, they might profile somebody like I know they they like one of the first episodes they profiled Chad Johnson. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, well, but there's nothing really dark about that, you know, other than the fact that he was just this outrageous receiver, you know, or whatever. Um, you know, they talked about I think Bounty or uh, 
Uh, they but, do Mike Vick. Uh, I think they might have talked about. I don't know. I was really kind of underwhelmed with the stories they went with. Yeah. You know, whereas like a lot of this stuff is really, it's been it's been well tread to begin with, but it's really not that dark. You know. Yeah. Then they went to they started doing uh, they did Dark Side of the Nineties. I had a problem with that episode, with that series. Okay. Uh, they've had two seasons of it in that sometimes they will hit on something that, okay, yeah, like, like they talked about like Waco, you know, and, and a couple of things like I get that, but then yeah. they did some revisionist history on some stuff. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> that I was like, uh, wait it's a second. It's on Vice. I know. And I was like, wait a second. Um, and then they did dark side of comedy and that show was pretty good for the most part but they also did some revisionist history of course they did and i was like i don't know about this so when they started doing the you know dark side of the 2000s i'm like all right why don't you know rather than calling these things dark side why don't they just call it something else you yeah. know because like one of the episodes they did early on was about trl Okay, well, there's yeah. nothing about TRL that's quote unquote dark side. You know, I mean, it was just like basically it was just them talking about, you know, when TRL was big, you know, and this and that or whatever. It was just kind of like they did get a little bit into the whole like, yeah, there was the 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 record labels were manipulating a lot of it. What? No. Oh, I know. Exactly. You Payola know, happened. I know. In, I know. Videos? But they were talked about how like, you know, they were, they were manipulating the, not only that, they were just manipulating the call-ins and stuff where they would have people that were legitimately calling in requesting stuff to get stuff on the T on TRL record. Companies oh, I doing I under the table with deals to, I know. to screw with people. Yeah. Oh. I know. So it was one of those things where it's like, there's a story here, but I don't necessarily know that it's dark. You yeah. Know, like the Johnny Kate plus eight, that one gets a little rough. Yeah. You know, uh, they did one about the bachelor and, um, some of that stuff gets a little rough even, you know, wasn't there somebody murdered connected with the bachelor? Like one of them went, nuts no, that was, um, was that was a show. No, that was a show on, um, VH one. Um, uh, it was a spinoff of, 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 um, rock of love. Okay. That they're one of the it was I forget what the what it was one of the girls that had been on there and then one of the guys that was wound up killing somebody yeah. uh, and they wound up pulling it and never I think it was Daisy of Love or something like that I don't yeah, remember what it was I remember something like that happened with Sally Jesse Ruffin yeah Al or Ricky but Lake or that was like that. with The Bachelor there was there had been a couple of people that were associated with the show who have committed suicide oh and and that kind of stuff where it's like, Oh yeah. And then they kind of get into the whole, like, you know, with some of the problems that they had, you know, behind the scenes, uh, with, you know, they really ply a lot of people with alcohol, you know, and, and this, and well, that. you mean like, um, um, what was that? Uh, destruction of the, or, uh, something of civilization part two. Oh yeah. The, uh, fall of uh, the decline of Western yeah, civilization. Yeah. With the whole, with the guy from wasp that's like, yeah, yeah just like, yeah. Where they were uh, literally handing him alcohol. And Chris like, Holmes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Where Here, drink, sit in the swimming pool and drink, wait, drink way too much vodka. Yeah. And, yeah, and talk yeah, to I know, us. I know. It's like, but yeah, it's, you know, just different stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the episodes are good. 
some of them are not so good. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this next season of Dark Side of Comedy. Um, it's <laughs> now, the other thing I've been watching here lately okay. is we've been what have you been watching? upon yeah. um, Ahsoka, which hasn't been bad. You're, but has it been good? Exactly. Actually, no, actually I've enjoyed it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I enjoyed it. It's nowhere... It, it is not Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion was garbage. Mm-hmm. But Ahsoka has been pretty good. I've, I've enjoyed watching Ahsoka. I have not watched a single second of Ahsoka. I know, because you got rid of Disney+. Plus. And not just be that, but because I'm done with all that stuff. Now, the thing that intrigued me about Ahsoka, yeah. that still kind of intrigues me about Ahsoka, is that it's basically a direct sequel to Rebels. Yes, it is. I liked Rebels. Yes, okay. it is. Chopper's there. Chopper is there. Uh, yeah, Chopper's okay. there. Hera's there. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Um, um, oh, I can't. Why can't I think of the Mandalorian? I know. Name? Um, I can't remember her name either. Siri. No. It's yeah. Not, Siri. Is it Siri? Is that her? Name? I don't remember. That's what I started to say with yeah. Siri. Um, and I know that and like, they're bringing Thrawn, in, they're bringing in what? Oh, you said Siri. <laughs> Shut up, robot. <laughs> um. Thrawn has Thrawn not shown up is yet. supposed to come back. I know there's and, and rumblings of Thrawn. You've got you're starting to bring in the um, the witch sisters from. Um, I can't think of the plan. I know they have talked about what's his name, um, Ezra. Ezra. Well, Ezra disappeared with Thrawn. So yeah, at the end of at the end of uh, Rebels, all that happened. Yeah, yeah. And I know they that, that and it's like I've been intrigued by that. And, the and then that's I started doing Hera is actually married to uh, um, Ewan McGregor. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. I didn't know she was married to Ewan McGregor. I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. When I heard that she was playing yeah. Hera, I was like, all right, that might be interested. But I just, you know. Yeah. Um, I have not watched any of it. I probably will not going to. I have a real problem with what. Disney is doing with Star Wars. I understand that. And so and some of it's like, some of it's good and some of it's not so much like so many other things now that I am no longer but I am no longer Dave Filoni has complete control of this one. Yeah. And Filoni's done some really nice stuff. Well, you like, know the complaint that I'm hearing about this two complaints that I'm hearing about it. And yes, this is coming secondhand. Okay? Here come the fanboys. Now, one of them is what happens at the end of episode one. Okay. Because for those of you that don't know, uh, Siri gets run through with a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, and then she lives. Well, where she gets run through with a lightsaber, she would. But let's be honest. Anytime that we ever saw anybody get run through or hit with a lightsaber, you know, like whatever up until the Disney stuff, that was a death sentence. Or you were going to lose a limb or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. We have seen multiple people get run through with lightsabers and live since the Disney, since Disney's taken over Star Wars. And I'm like, I don't like that. That is... Okay. That... It, it completely negates everything that happened under Lucas. Okay. The other thing is that, and this is a theory that I've heard. Okay. Filoni, you know, has got a, he's supposed to be doing a movie, a Star Wars movie that's going to wrap up all the Disney Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. The theory has been that 
Ahsoka is basically setting up for that movie. And that you're you're only going to see Thrawn in the very end of the of the last episode, and it's all going to be like, and now go see the movie. I don't hate the idea, yeah. but I can tell you that for because myself, I'm not I'm not going to see another Disney Star Wars movie. So because I'll just wait until it hits Disney Plus yeah, and watch it. I then. mean, that's fine, but I mean, just I don't go to the movie theater anymore. Yeah. I legitimately wait you know, for it to hit the stream. Like I just watched Flash last night finally. Yeah. Because it finally hit HBO Max. Yeah, I care less about that. It, it was okay. I enjoyed the the Keating Batman yeah. being back. That's when you have a movie about the Flash and the whole thing is bringing back eighty nine Batman <laughs> is what everybody's talking about. <laughs> that kind of tells you everything you know about the movie. Well, I mean, they tried to do Flashpoint and they didn't do it. Right. I know, I know, and I know that what's his name shows up at the end of it. Yeah, um, Clooney. Uh, no. Um, As Superman, um, oh Nicholas Cage, Nick, Nick Cage. Yeah. yeah, we got we got a glimpse of the Nick Cage right, Superman right. movie. Yeah. yeah, that they you know they bring back all these. You know, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's fine. But well, I mean, they set up the DC multiverse. Yeah, they they screw up Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, all been the the DCU or DC universe. I mean, has all kind of been that. You're seeing just, the the you're seeing the last red remnants of the Schneider Ryan Snyder verse in DC and who knows where, what we're going to get know. with, I mean, with gun, you know, the Batman was really good. I really yeah. enjoyed that movie and I liked that it, it kind of sits outside of everything. Yeah. And I kind of, that's kind of where I am with all that now, you know, like, yeah, I really love Joker because it sat out, it sits outside of everything. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. That's actually not even a DC. Uh, yeah, but but the movie. thing is, is it sits outside yeah. of all of that, and then the Batman sits outside of yeah. all of the DC, you know, cinematic universe. And honestly, the DC TV shows were like Green Arrow was good. The Flash was good. I really enjoyed Gotham. I really <sighs> enjoyed Gotham. I, I uh, could, up until the end of it, and then I couldn't get into Gotham. Yeah. I tried. It, it just didn't do it. Um. I finally caught up on the rookie. Oh, the Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. I I enjoy that show, and I'm going back and I'm rewatching Justified okay. with Timothy Oliphant, right? Because they've come out with a new series. Yeah, I knew they were doing with that. Justified, and I kind of want to. I want to get caught up. Before Have they announced there. when they're going to release the last of Yellowstone? No, oh. no, they haven't. Yeah. I don't know that they will at this point yeah. with the fight between. I know, I know. Um, what's his name and Costner? I know. And both of them are kind of acting like. I, I put the blame more on Costner than I do. Yeah, um, it what's seems. His name? Yeah, um, Ty um, Sheridan. Yeah, Sheridan. Yeah. yeah, and because it's it's Sheridan's story to tell, and Costner's interfering. I, I gotta admit that I really, the first half of this last season, I really didn't like as much. It was like I was really in on. I really liked eighteen eighty two or eighty three. Eighteen eighty three with um, Tim McGraw and Faith, Faith Hill. Hill believe yeah. it or not, I really enjoyed that one. There was that, and it was the a, what night, was it nineteen twenty three? Yeah, I, I, it's okay. I'm mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it when I don't have to look at Harrison Ford. Okay, screw that guy. Yeah, I just I I don't know. I like. I have enjoyed Yellowstone up until this 
yeah. current season. And then I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that they do something, you know. I'm still waiting for the... I'm okay with them killing off Costner at this point and letting Tyler Sheridan have his story back. I'm hoping to... I I want to see the... Was it the 4-6 Ranch or whatever it is? Oh, it's the 4-6s. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that also. I know they've been also. talking about it for a while. I, like, that's I, the one I, w- I will watch if they, you know... I, I like that character, I do, too. I do, too. I like and his it, his story arc so yeah. far. It'd yeah. be interesting to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it's supposed to come out at some point, but who knows? I don't know. That's uh, I don't you know. It's I know we're. I, I knew we were in trouble with Yellowstone when they took 1923 off of the Paramount Plus platform mm-hmm. and actually started airing it on Paramount to kind of take the place of where Yellowstone used to. Right. Be. Yeah. It's like oh. I don't know. I don't think it's Yellowstone's just, coming back. I we'll see. I mean, it, it it could, you know, it may be one of those things that I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I yeah. There is, you know, we're, as like again, we're here at the first of September, and you know, usually you start talking about the new television season, you know, yeah. this and that, whatever. But there's nothing that I've seen that's even remotely appealing to me. No, no, you know, really. and that's I just I used to watch probably way too much television to be honest yeah. uh, but I've gotten to the point now where like I don't watch a lot of television there's not a lot worth watching there's really honestly. not and it's like I mean, Yellowstone we, was one of those shows yeah. that like it had been on the air for a few seasons before I finally somebody's like no you, I forget me. who it may have been it was, it was like, me you really need, like, to, watch you need to watch this and so I started watching I was like oh wow I'm really enjoying this yeah. and um, so you know I've been with it for you know the last last couple of years but it's just there's just not a lot of stuff that comes out that people usually what will happen. Somebody was like Mayans, okay? Because yeah. I watched all of you know Sons of Anarchy. I started, Mayans. I started watching Mayans, and I don't think I made it through the first season. It it did not turn out as yeah. well as Sons of Anarchy. And I just I, I think those characters were not redeemable at yeah. All. Well, I think a lot. Was, Angel was the only one that was redeemable in that show, and the rest of them were just grease balls. I think. The the thing for Mayans for me is that there was too much time between. Now, could be right. now the thing is, is that I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy until well, it had been off the air for a little while. It all, you know, Kurt Sutter getting fired from Mayans. It's his show. It's his yeah. creation. Yeah. And then Fox fires him from his own show because yeah. of something he said. And you can tell when he got fired. Elgin James did what he could with the show, mm-hmm. but it just didn't have that Sutter touch to it. Yeah. And, and honestly, the there was, I take it back, there were three characters that were absolutely redeemable. Um, Angel was one, um, and then there were two club members. One of them was the, the sergeant at arms, the big guy whose mom was, um, he was taking care of his mom. Mm-hmm. And then there was the one who was just a brother who was, um, ends up, um, he's from the same army um Group that CM Punk's character was in. Like I guess that I have. I can't remember the character. I, I literally watched. I think the first yeah. three or four episodes of the but, oh, when it first when it first premiered, and then I was done after but that. The so. rest of the characters, they just there was nothing redeemable about them. And part of Sons of Anarchy is you know, yeah, they were broken and flawed and right and right. terrible people. But there was some aspect that could have made them redeemable at mm-hmm. some point and. It just didn't feel like that. Some of them. Yeah. 
Oh, and um, the original the original character from Mayans, the the guy who was actually the president of the Mayans, was in you know the Mayan show. He was redeemable. Yeah, it gets. I I feel like he gets redeemed a little bit at the end because. He, in the end, he ends up quitting the club and taking care of his family instead of, you know, Ryan. taking care of his club. So, yeah. the club is family. What are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I'm. We finished watching um, the final episodes of the Henry Cavill Witcher. Oh yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Of course, Cavill's not connected yeah, to know. Witcher anymore, which is a mistake because. <sighs> He is that character, but he's in talks with somebody of rebooting the Highlanders. Yeah, I heard something about that. And, and that's interesting to me. I like Henry Cavill. I do like, too. I he of everybody that I've seen play Superman. Yeah. He's the one that I've liked the most, you know? Yeah. No and no offense to Brandon Routh. He just didn't have he looked the part, but he just didn't personify the no. part, you know? And you know, you can go through, you know, uh, Dean Cain, like whatever, you know. Um, yeah. Just, but Henry Cavill yeah. seems to be the one that, that kind of. He, he's the only one that I can stand. I, you know how I feel about Superman. Yeah. The big I just, boy I scout. Really I, just, don't, I don't, I don't care, care for Superman Don't at care all. for Superman. I, know. I like that Superman. I, if Cavill's doing Superman, it's watchable for me. Right. I can deal with that character because that character's got a little darkness to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, the Boy Scouts got a little dirt on him. I know that's that something that a lot of people didn't like was the way the Man of Steel ended. You know, with yeah. him killing Zod and everything. And it's like, what do you do in that situation, though? You know, I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of a. I know Superman generally doesn't do that type of stuff, but this is a different Superman. You know? Oh, you know, we're not going to put him in the two D dimension with the big piece of glass <laughs> yeah, floating in I space. Know, I know. It's no, I liked, I liked that Superman cause yeah. he's a, got a little dirt on him. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, but Cavill's kind of like the geeks geek also. I, I mean, have you seen the YouTube videos of him I, yeah, building his own computers? I know, I know. I know. He, yeah, that's, and that's kind of endeared him to a lot of people. Yeah. He's kind of a nerd. Um, but you know, as far as just television in general, I don't hear about much that people tell me, oh, you need to watch this yeah. anymore. It just really and truly, all I really hear anymore is people complaining about stuff. And I'm like, yeah. well, why do I want, if somebody doesn't, if everybody's complaining about this thing, then, you know, I am not generally someone, if someone says, oh, this is terrible, then I'll just like stay away from it. Unless it's somebody that like, I really trust you. Like, yeah. you know, kind of line up on, you know, whatever. Um, but which I means just, you never hardly ever watch anything I tell you to watch because we don't. <laughs> our, we, our, you know, no. we we have we have those. There is a Venn diagram of stuff that we overlap on. You know, occasionally. You know, it just we just have different tastes and stuff. You know, yeah. and that's it, that. And look, it's I mean, nothing wrong with that because it's one of those things that sometimes, you know, you will say, Hey, check this out. And then I'm really surprised later. Yeah. Or sometimes you say, Hey, check this out. And I'm like, really, Dave, like really that you, you thought this was good, you know, <laughs> but I do the same thing, you know, and you're, and you, yeah. you there are plenty of things that I like that you're just, you just will never, yeah, you'll never get on board with the OC No, and it's never. fine, you know, whatever. Um, but 
you know, and then we had Chuck, you know, where we both yeah. like, oh yeah, I love that show. You know? I mean, let's be honest, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better with the writer strike and the Man, strike. And now they're bringing the video game systems. They're trying the, to, yeah, trying to. They're trying to. Um, which like, did you hear about that? Let about them letting the Walking Dead cross the line? What? Okay, you know, you know, the Walking Dead finished last year, I guess it was, or whatever. But you know, there are oh, there finished spin-off. long before well, they yeah, finished yeah, shooting. No joke. But there were yeah. there were spinoff stuff, you know, and apparently they've made some kind of. You're talking about the one that's in New York with Negan, I and guess, but Maggie. But they've made some kind of concession to let them cross the picket line to to film, and I'm like. How do you? I mean, if you're yeah. if you're so on board with this this strike, you know, personally, let them keep striking. I'd love to see Hollywood burn to the ground. I mean, just because you know, maybe we'll get something new for a change. Maybe somebody will do exactly, something creative and exactly. give us something new, something new and something good yeah. on top of it all, rather than remakes and or maybe the future is podcasting. <sighs> well, wouldn't that be nice? It would be. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll be honest. Uh, even with podcasts, I've kind of I've fallen off with quite a few of them over the last few months. I'm, you know, and I'm down to like two or three. I am. I'm still. I still have quite a few, but you know, some podcasts that I've listened to for a long time, the quality has just fallen off, and or they're not putting out episodes the way they were before. You know, where it's that, like that any further, like, further in between. That sounds like a podcast I know. <laughs> Quality's dropped off, not putting out episodes. Well, but no, what I'm talking about. Oh, that's our podcast. That's our podcast. Could be. Yeah. Uh, But just, I don't know. I I think, I think with podcasting, I think with podcasting is that we haven't quite hit, well, I think we're almost at saturation point with it, to be honest. Um, Could be. And... Once you hit saturation point on anything, there's going to be a big drop off in quality. Yeah, because you know it kind of goes back to that whole the, the Ian Malcolm of it all. You know, you you were more concerned with whether or not you could do something than and you didn't ask whether you should do it. Yeah. You know, and you know, and this is coming from somebody like honestly, I my credentials are not exactly the, 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 you know the best when it comes to you know, wow, well, you've got so much expertise in this that to be able to do something like this. But it's still one of those things where I've listened to a lot of podcasts that are popular that the quality is just not good. I'm like, I don't understand no. why this is popular. Like, I don't understand this. You know, there's there's some that you've had me listen to. Yeah, that the content was good, but because of the way it sounded, the, the sound, I could or, not listen to it. Or it was hard to listen to, or it gave me a headache. Yeah, and, and yeah, and the the sound quality has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Also, I think sometimes not everybody who sits behind a microphone should be behind a microphone. Hi, my name's Dave. <laughs> well, and, and what, I, what I mean by that is that you start hearing a lot of redundancy. Hi, my name's Dave. Of, and I'm not just talking about on of stuff that goes from episode to episode. Yeah, like, I know. As many, epi- as many podcasts as I have listened to at certain times, you know, like where I like a lot of them that I would listen to during the course of a week or something like that, I would hear the same things on multiple episodes 
They're almost We're, verbatim. I'm 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 gonna call us out. We've done it. Yeah, but I'm talking about like we've, we've I'm talking it. about like something I hear on uh, on podcast A. Yeah. I will hear on podcast J and M. Yeah, almost verbatim. You know, of like of like wow, how did this? What's the cross pollination here? Uh, you know, what is it? You know, type stuff. Yeah, and. Don't get me wrong. There have been some times where I've caught myself kind of parroting certain things that I've had to like really watch. And that, and I'll usually that will happen whenever I listen to a lot of other podcasts. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things that I noticed that way back in the Cinegeek days. Like, cause I was, you know, I would find myself saying stuff that I heard on other podcasts and I was like, wait a mm-hmm. second. No, no, this is not you know that's not your original it's not mine it's not you and i get it you know there there are sometimes you know when you're talking about the same subjects that certain things are going to be said that are identical because that's just the way that it is but you don't need to be you don't need to be parroting other people's ideas yeah you know like their their thoughts about you know what they think about something so it's funny because you know i for a long time i followed a lot of other gen x Mm -hmm. you know podcasts you know listen to see what they were talking about and all that it was funny because i would see us do an episode in like three or four episodes later, I'd see them talking about exactly the yeah. same thing that we just talked about. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's, you're going to get that. We're going to get that because, you know, we're Gen all, X, Gen right. X, exactly. we're all have the same touchstone. Exactly. But at the same time, some of them, it was like, this was a little, yeah, I, I get that, you know, and even just pop culture in general. Yeah. And I'm not know. saying that we're that oh, popular no, no, because no, we've no, got, because believe me, we're not. Hey, I, uh, I want to <laughs> thank, I want to thank all three listeners for yeah, tuning in yeah. this week. We, uh, you know, we've, our numbers have been a little slow through the summer, but we see that every summer though. Yeah. Um, and usually they pick up around this time of year. And so I'm like, all right, I figure. people know Oktoberfest. Well, there's that. I also think it's, well, you've also people got, are on vacation. Yeah. They've got, you know, they got kids, you know, kids are out of school. You got to get, you know, whatever it is, there's this and that there, there's all kinds of stuff that happens during the summer. That's a little more distracting than it would be the rest yeah. of the year. I get that. Um, maybe, you know, whatever it is. And, and the same thing, excuse me, happens for me because you're like, yeah, I know, man. My, uh, cause you know, like with having with, I I don't know if I've talked about it on here a lot, but you know, like the custody situation has changed a little bit with my son. So I have him a lot more now. And it's a, it's one of those where, well, that takes up a lot of my time. So I, I can't, I can't a lot of times do the research that I might would have other weeks. Yeah. Or I might not, or even, you know, with, with being a dad and working and, and, you know, working a couple of jobs, you know, and, and then just trying to, to get stuff together. Sometimes it gets a little difficult and trying to find time for yeah, and us fine. to get together, exactly. you know, and then, my job yeah, and, and stuff and, I've got going and on. And that is, but that's just life, you know? And so it can sometimes be a little daunting to yeah. try to put this show together. Um, and I try, <laughs> I try really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we had a, like, especially with a couple episodes ago, you know, when we did our, one of our rambling episodes, that, that show wasn't supposed to happen. No, you know, I got lucky because I got off work early. Yeah. And also the fact I got sick, you know, it was, I had a, I had a issue where I got yeah, I made him record from the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, something like that. But it, but it was one of those things where originally there was something else that was supposed to be going on that evening. Yeah. And I had to cancel because 
I, I was like, I just don't feel up to it, but I felt good enough to sit behind a microphone and ramble for an in hour. The <laughs> With the door closed. <laughs> Nowhere near me. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was just kind of one of those, that kind of stuff happens. It's life. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to Oktoberfest this year because, it, man, it just felt, I know it's a little warm right now. It warmed mm-hmm. back up, but man, there was about a week where it was just, it. I was like, man, this feels so much like fall and just like going. We're about to get two weeks of rain. Yeah. But it's going to be cool after that, which is yeah, going to be nice. I hope so. And we, I mean, we are, I, I absolutely love this. Going back to our, you know, our comfort food episode, talking about this time of year mm-hmm. being comfort food, mm-hmm. man, it is, it's right around the corner. You can feel it. And uh, it's been, especially, I guess it was two weeks ago when it, it dropped off and like I remember like walking outside one morning to let to let Biscuit out, and it was like 60 degrees outside. Yeah. And it just, I was like, man, this is wonderful. This is so wonderful. <laughs> just, <laughs> or even like in the in the evening, you know, walking outside and just like, I was just like, I'm just going to sit out here for a while. And I'm just going to sit out here and enjoy this weather. Because I knew it was going to get hot again because it always does. Yeah. Uh, so... But uh, guys, thank you. Uh, I know we have rambled for quite a while. Yeah, because your topic sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got twenty five uh, minutes exactly, of the movie. Didn't even exactly see you put anything out there. So. <laughs> okay, guilty. Guilty. So, yeah. But I did manage to derail us enough to fill up the rest of the. Time, well, hey, so. yeah, I know we we talked for twenty. That's minutes. That's my talent. It's is. funny. We talked for twenty minutes about the movie, and then we talked for another hour about everything else. So. That's my talent. <laughs> derailment of ideas um but yeah guys go and check out our discord check out all of the uh uh, our social media it's all in the show notes uh, especially discord i'm trying to get back over there more i've noticed and and it it kind of is kind of i really like discord i do too i really like when i'm able to get over when i'm and that's kind of the thing is it's i've over the last almost two years have really been trying to get away from social media as much as possible. Yeah. And discord is not a hundred percent social media, but it's close enough to where I will, I will get over there. It's and, more and of it's, a community. It really is. Anything. And, and it's one of those things we'll get over there and, and, you know, post about this or that or whatever. And kind of discussions will start here and there and that kind of stuff. But then, you know, kind of stuff will happen and I won't get back over there as often as I would like to. And, and the guys in the, the guys and the girls in the discord kind of talk amongst themselves yeah, too. Yeah. It's and so, self-sustaining. It really is. So, uh, but yeah, um, I'll be honest about the only thing I use Facebook for anymore is like one group that I'm part of and marketplace. Marketplace is the only thing about Facebook that I miss. That's the only thing that yeah. I miss about Facebook. It's how I found my motorcycle. And yeah, I know. And I need to get over it. I, I guess I still got to find a car. So I found several 1970s Cadillacs for you. <laughs> I am not getting another 1970s Cadillacs. That's your that's your jam, man. No, it's not. That, yeah, that was, it no, is. that's my dad's jam. I don't know what you're talking about. The only reason, yeah. Dad, yeah, he owned three different Cadillacs that all were a mile long. I, I found one that was at least two city blocks yeah, long. No, I'm good. It, it, it fits you, man. No. We, we, we could even get you like an Apple box to sit on. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, anyways, guys, go check out uh, Discord. If you haven't already, check out all of our other social media. It's in the show notes. It's in the show notes, uh, including Dave's 
Big Dave X or yes, X-Pod I have my, or whatever. I have my own Instagram. Instagram over there, which I need to start posting yeah. more on. And um, and Maybe we will be fun. back. I don't know what. How many weeks are there in September this year? I don't know, but we've got a lot of recording to do. We really, I mean, well, you know what we've. And I got to work next Saturday. Eh, we'll figure it out. Um. So yeah, uh, won't be long before we're, especially after this, won't be all that long before we're into Oktoberfest, and uh, we've got some cool stuff. So go get your pumpkins go on there. Get your pumpkins. Get go your check pumpkin out spice. all of the. All of the uh, my son keeps asking me how long before Halloween? How long before Halloween? Get your candy corn ready. Yeah, I, believe me, dude. I found candy, Halloween candy, like midway, mid part of August. No, I found it in July. Really? I found some in yeah. July because I know because uh, I walked into um, Dollar General and they already had candy. They out. almost always have it first. Yeah. Dollar General almost always has like a end cap that pops up yeah. at the it was end of July. All, it was just like, wow, you know, and I went ahead and bought. And it's usually like Brock's or Reese's mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they it's usually just, where I get my autumn mix first. They are the only place. Yeah, I end up buying a thing of pumpkins from them. Yeah. Uh, but I also bought a, because they're the only place I've been able to find in the last few years that sell the little, uh, the um, butter, uh, the peanut butter candies that I like that, um, the ones that everybody else hates, uh, the little peanut butter toffee, you know. Oh, yeah. The ones that crumble up and stick in your teeth. Yeah, the texture's just yeah. awful. The, there you yeah. go. Either like the, the black or the orange wrappers. You yeah. know. Yeah, I love those things. Uh, but they're the only place that carries them any longer. And the thing is, is that the bag you get is like tiny now. Yeah. Like it's like, and even the candy themselves are small. Like they're they're not the same. Yeah, oh, it sucks. So, so yeah. Woo-hoo. Halloween's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. That's the most part, exciting part of this podcast so far. It really kind of is. So, yeah. uh, all right, guys. Well, we will see you next time for the Project Genesis podcast. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And it took us a little while, but we're finally getting out of this. <laughs> Woo! Dinner? Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. See we'll ya. see you. <laughs>